This is the Unreasonable Doubt Podcast with Alfonso and Uncle Joe. Yo, yo, yo. This is Uncle Joe. This is Alfonso. And this is another episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Before we get started today, I just wanted to you know, express to all the listeners my 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 enjoyment, my happiness that this week I finally got my uh save the date for Alfonso's wedding. Woo! I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. After all you guys know I've been complaining for a while about this, but uh three months out isn't isn't too bad. You know, it's not too bad. So I, I appreciate that man. You, Cut it up on the fridge and everything. After a few the plan to come we were able to invitation to you. <laughs> whatever whatever i don't care i'll be there i don't care however whatever it takes I'm, I'm in the building so it don't matter you're really messing up my life right now because i'm sure we have listeners that aren't getting invited and now i'm about to start getting those texts so uh where's my save the data oh <laughs> uh, i mean but they have to understand that uh you know not everybody can be invited every person that you add to the list is an extra expense you know everybody can't be invited um anyway like i said i'm excited about that but i i I am interested in how you're doing right now um as most people know um you live in atlanta and uh your highway fell apart (laughs) (laughs) so i mean it just happened on thursday and i was just like looking at the news and i was like wait what you mean like what do you mean the highway just (laughs) fell apart like how does it just collapse like what what is that what What's 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 the temperature of the city? <laughs> so first of all, I'm feeling great about it because I got off work on Friday. Oh, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> they, were, they basically decided that uh, it was fifty fifty whether or not people were going to be able to make it do the job. So they just gave everybody off. I mean, <laughs> they can still make it. Like it's a hundred percent. You can still make it to. Well, actually, job. for people who don't know about Atlanta traffic, though. Like, the way Atlanta is set up, you have 285, which goes around the city. And then you have 20, which goes through the city east to west. And then you have 75, 85, which goes through the city north and south. So when 85 has a hole in it, like, that's literally the way to make it through the city. Well, you said it's also 75. The thing is, 75 and 85 come together for part of it. Oh, do that. Like, they're separate, and they come together, then they split again. Hmm. I mean, I feel like Atlanta has streets, though. I mean, we do, but you know, <laughs> traffic and stuff. Hey, man, stop trying to kill my day off. I'm just saying. I'm just That's saying. You, you can let me enjoy my day I'm off. I'm just saying. If I had owned a business, I'd be like, um, no, you had better take them streets. <laughs> we're, we're very worried like, about you traffic. Can, you can get here. You, I know you can. We're super worried about traffic. Traffic here is already stupid. And then they just moved the Brave Stadium to a location that's going to cause traffic to be even more stupid. And now, on top of that, 85 is going to be out of commission for their same maybe six months. Six months. That's that's ridiculous. So I don't know if you heard, but they they arrested a guy, a homeless guy. No, no, not a guy. (laughs) A homeless guy. At least three crackheads. Well, they let two of them go. What? I don't want to define, first off, I don't want to define them as crackheads. I guess not, that's not, the correct characterization of them. They were homeless people. They're homeless people. <laughs> just because, just because they were in possession of a crack pipe does not make them crackheads. <laughs> Wait a second. Three homeless people who just happened to burn down an entire bridge that were in possession of a crack pipe. I'm just saying. Do not qualify as crackheads. I don't. I, I can't qualify. I don't know their history to call them crackheads. I think it's very mean. Is mean spirited to immediately identify them as crackheads. Well, you say it's mean spirited. The rest of us feel it's just accurate. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't affect me, so I can be a little bit more compassionate towards the people that did this. Uh, but yeah, so they did. They did arrest three uh, people, and they let two. They let, they let two of them go. They charged one of them with like criminal destruction of property or something like that. And the other two. You know how easy that charge was the, to get. You said how easy it is to get? 
Yeah, there was no charge. There was no lawyer involved. Oh, no. <laughs> like, first of all, they were high. Oh, were they high? See, I didn't know if they were actually high during this. No, no, no. I'm just, that's just me talking. Oh, you're just assuming because you're do, you're going along with this, the identification. Everybody of in crackheads. Atlanta is saying these were three crackheads. <laughs> that's what the word is around the city. The three crackheads got arrested for this. That's what the word is. I don't know. I don't feel. I feel like three crackheads wouldn't have the ability, you know, to like to accidentally set a bridge on fire. Well, see, though, now here's 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 I, I did I did a little research. I did a little research, right? The right. the items that were in that fenced off area under the under the highway, right? needed to be like they needed fuel right they're not like highly combustible items right the piping and all that kind of stuff like all this stuff wasn't like extremely combustible like you need actual like fuel to make them burn right so i just don't i i honestly and it's a little bit of conspiracy theory but i do not think like these crackheads just rolled up and they dropped a match down and was oh well let's get to this then now I think these three crackheads are totally innocent of all charges. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they did anything. Oh, okay. This has conspiracy written all over All over it, right? All For the mere it. fact that a whole bridge fell and no one is injured. Not a scratch on anybody. Not a single person. Which is crazy because that highway is so congested at all times during the day. And this happened at 6 o'clock on a Thursday, which I feel like is rush hour for y'all. Supposedly, of course. But supposedly they noticed all the fire. And they started to tell people not to drive that way anymore or block it off or whatever. Mm -hmm. But also, supposedly, some idiots, I don't know if they're idiots, I guess we all have a choice to make, like drove through the smoke. I saw a video of that. (laughs) I'm not driving through smoke because, you know, you don't know what's on the other side. No clue. I saw that. And I was like, I was like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) That was was like, yo, no. Dumbest move. Not happening. Like, you could have been parked cars. Parked on the other side, exactly, or a barrier, or anything. People were saying, "There's somebody who posted on Instagram, yo, the smoke was so thick, I just had to follow the taillights of the car in front of me.' It's like that means you probably shouldn't be driving through it, right? <laughs> so, Stupid. but yeah, I think I don't think that these crackheads have the. I'm sorry, I don't believe that these homeless people <laughs> have the ability or the 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 ingredients really, or the, the the wherewithal to to burn this highway to the point that it's collapsed. I, just I smell conspiracy. I think here in Atlanta, just like other places in the country, we need money for infrastructure. Yeah. Um, I read some stat the other day about this thing that America's 28th in infrastructure. And, and I think it's a conspiracy. I think somebody decided to go ahead and let this happen so that they'd be forced to give us money to redo some of these roads. Exactly. That's what I think happened. Exactly. And then they just randomly picked up three homeless people. It's like, nah, nah, bruh. <laughs> that, that, this is just like work, on, it on work the, that way. On the last season of The Wire, when McNulty made up those crimes and then just pinned it on that crazy homeless dude. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. You didn't see The Wire? No, I have not watched one single episode of The Wire. We we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I know. Do I, do I lose my black card for that? And I'm gonna quit the post the podcast. My black card. I'm not the this, only black okay. person who's never watched The Wire. I mean, this has nothing to do with blackness. I don't believe I said anything about blackness. Just if, if you, as a person, haven't seen The Wire, then I can't rock with you. I just, it's not never. I don't care where you are. If you haven't seen The Wire, like there's, I don't know what it is that we have to talk about in life. All the things we've been talking about every week for the past year. Yeah, but now your opinion on everything's been invalidated. <laughs> I want all the listeners to go back see, to here's and the thing. So here's the thing: I understand about. I understand. The concept of good TV and being and and a society getting behind a TV show and that being you know very influential, but it's like people cannot watch it and it's like that doesn't mean I'm lesser of a person. I just didn't watch that show. I didn't rock with it. You feel me? Yes, it does mean you're lesser of a person. No, it doesn't, no, it doesn't and I want the listeners to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to all of our old episodes. This time I'm going to do it with the knowledge. <laughs> the I didn't watch The Wire. I mean. It doesn't. I don't know what that changes. It. I don't think it changes anything. Now I haven't watched The Wire, so I wouldn't know if it actually changed anything. It changes but, everything. <laughs> but uh, I haven't watched it. I but think you have got to watch The Wire now. I mean, yeah. I. You know, if I ever have time, I have no. I don't. No, no, no. It's not like I constantly was like, "Yo, I'm not watching no, The Wire." It's not a if I have time. You watch The Wire now. <laughs> All right. Well, when am I watch it? And when 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 am I gonna do that? 
you gonna pay? Are you gonna right pay now. me to do this? Because I can't like take off work. I'll, I'll quit the podcast right now, so you have an hour. This, I have an hour a week to watch, a week to watch the wire until you <laughs> put this thing down. We'll see. I mean, I do got HBO, so you know I can literally go at any time and watch any episode right. of the wire at any point. We'll see about that. I, I can't say I'm gonna commit to that. I can't even say that I'm interested in that. I feel I'm like it's. I feel like once this, once this TV series has ended, you know, for this long, it's just like you just let it go. You know. No, it's the wire. You don't just let it go. I feel like you can just let it go. It's like I've watched the wire five times. You've watched every season and every episode five times. Yes. You gotta get a life, man. No. <laughs> you, you I don't know. I don't understand how you do that. And if you, you lived here, you, I would literally watch it with you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But no, it's just it's, it's, that's that's time consuming. That's a it's a lot of that's a lot of seasons, a lot of shows. It's a lot of time, you know? A lot of time. But um, um, I do um, have a kind of confession to make. Um, I just wanted to move on from that really quick because I don't want to get too much into the wire because I know how y'all feel about that. But um, I had my cousin come in town uh, last weekend. And shout out to him. He's a listener. Um, and he specifically requested to uh, talk about him on this episode. And I was like, cool, I got you. So he comes into town and uh, we go to the Laker game. We go to Shaq night, go to Shaq, Shaq's in the building. You know, they unveiled the new statue and whatnot. And went to like a little party and then went to the strip club. And, you know, going to the strip club, whatever, you know, it's nothing new. You know, I don't usually go to a whole lot of strip clubs in L.A. They're not of the caliber that I appreciate. You know, I'm a King of Diamonds type of guy. And so, you know, most of the L.A. strip clubs out here aren't that big. But I... After this experience that I went to the strip club, um, I now feel extremely guilty about strip clubs. And I kind of think that I don't want to go to strip clubs anymore. And I know. I, I, you know what? I'm done with you. I, <laughs> it was bad enough that you hadn't watched The Wire. Now you're trying to Dude, ruin strip clubs. I'm going to tell you about I'm this so strip club. I'm you. not trying to ruin strip clubs. But strip clubs might have been ruined for me. I don't know if I even want to let you. They just might have been ruined for me. Like I'm sorry. So, like if you plan on going to a strip club, you know, doing your bachelor party, I just might. Why do you keep bringing this up? I just might send this. Your your willingness to bring up. Matter of fact, I want you to know that (laughs) listeners have hit me up since the last episode. What is it? Very disappointed in your willingness to discuss bachelor party related events. Why? 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 I don't know. I don't know why you keep referring to my these cousin. Things. My cousin, who's a listener, was like, "Yeah, it's like, yo, Vincent even understand." He's like, "Yes, that's that's what happens." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. It's that's that's what it is. That's what it is. It ain't a big deal. Like, it's not a big deal. We're adults. Can we be adults? Can I we, don't know why. You can we just be adults? Related events. They're not supposed to be discussed. But can we just be adults about it? Like, it's not a big deal to that's, me. I mean, I would like to be adults who just don't talk about <laughs> future uh, bachelor parties. In mixed company. This isn't mixed company. This is you and me. Yes, it is. There's a lot of people. This, that this is you and me. This that is, we don't know. This is not mixed company. <laughs> and some people who we do know that are mixed company. Anyway, let me go ahead and ruin strip clubs for you, okay? Is that cool? You why, should. Why is in that fact, okay? In fact, no, Miss, in fact okay. Miss H, you might appreciate this. She might appreciate this. this okay. So <laughs> we go to this strip club, right? And it's um, it's kind of like strokers. It's kind of like strokers, right? There's like a big old stage in the middle where all the girls is on the stage dancing and whatnot. And it's girls, you know, working their way around, right? So most of the girls on the stage at the point that we get into the strip club are on all fours twerking, right? And, you know, that's enjoyable. It's not a big deal. Um, But they have these fans. They have like two regular ceiling fans on either end of the stage, I'm like, that's interesting because there's air conditioning here. So I don't know what those are here for. Uh, I found out very quickly. So there's a guy that takes a stack of ones, you know, like a regular hundred stack that's bundled up and he throws them towards the ceiling fan. And the ceiling fan then distributes all of those ones across the stage. Now, all these girls that are on all fours then begin immediately scrambling for these ones. And I mean, like, just reaching out, like, oh, my God, that's my one. That's mine. That's mine. They have these bags. They have these bags on stage, and they have their own bag, and then they they throw all the ones in the bag. And, like, this happens again and again and again. And I was kind of drunk, and I was a little bit high, and I was just like, 
I was just like, wow, this this feels terrible. Like I feel terrible just watching this, being a part of this. I was like, wow, I feel it's the first time first time I ever felt bad at strip club. Because I've never been like, yo, stripping is a bad profession or whatever. If you want to take your clothes off and dance in front of dudes and give you money, I don't care. That's what you do what you do. Get your money. But this felt a little like super low. It just felt low. And I'm like, I don't think I'd like this anymore. Hey, um, you know what's at the strip club that won't ruin it for me, no matter what you say? What's that? Ass and titties. All right. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to ruin it for that's, you. I, just, I really wanted to I get that experience. I really say. wanted to get that experience. I, I couldn't hold that in. I, like, I was like, I felt this, and I was like, I need to tell people about this because I don't think I like strip clubs anymore. Except KOD. I'll go to KOD any day. That's that's the one exception. But um, besides that, I'm like, I'm not so sure. I definitely probably won't go back to that place because that was like absolutely terrible. But that's cool. That's good that I didn't ruin it for you. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Um, I don't want to ruin you. The fact that you tried to ruin it for me. I don't think I tried to. I just had that that experience. I had that experience and I bet and I bet you there are people out here that relate to that. So the fact that you would tell me something that potentially ruined it for me and you still went through with telling me is horrible. Uh-huh. Like, like this is basically what you did. What if I came uh-huh. on here one day and I said, yo, and I said, Joe, check this out. I'm going to tell you something, but after I tell it to you, you might not like vagina anymore. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's a different level. That's a whole different that, level. But it's that's a whole saying. different level. So what I would be gay then? Like, what does that mean? Like what, what, <laughs> If what you told me, I'm I didn't not like saying vag- you would turn gay. You just wouldn't like vagina. Maybe you'd just be asexual. That but if I told terrible. you this thing, like I don't understand why you would then follow through with telling me if you already know what the consequence might. Well, be. the point is because I can't. Misery loves company. Remember, you know that. You know that. You know that saying. I can't just hold that into myself. You know. No, I don't. I'm not a hater like you. <laughs> I want. I want everybody else to feel good, even if I'm not. It's just some hater. Just some hater logic right there. I don't think that's hater logic. I just like oh, I wanted to share logic. my experience, and it's like I'm, I wasn't. I didn't want you to like not like strip clubs or ass and titties anymore. You know, I just, you know, I had that experience, and I was like, I don't think I like them no more. Anyway, um, let's talk about haters. Let's talk about haters. Let's talk about a big hater, uh, Bill O'Reilly. Um, so if you guys <laughs> haven't, if you guys haven't uh, uh, heard yet, so uh, Bill O'Reilly was on some show on Fox. And they were showing a tape of Maxine Waters. If you guys do not know who that is, is a, a U.S. Congresswoman. Um, the, the, uh, by the way, uh, the Democratic by the Party. Way, by that? the way, what? we've gone to a really bad place. Huh. If you don't feel the need to explain who Bill O'Reilly is, but you do feel the need. To explain <laughs> who I mean, we all know who Bill O'Reilly is. We just know that. He I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, they showed a clip of her talk, uh, speaking on the House floor. And um, and then they asked Bill Riley a question and he said, I couldn't I couldn't understand anything she was saying. I couldn't see anything you're saying because I was too focused on the James Brown wig. Now, now, let's all stop real quick. Let's just all stop real quick before we get too up in arms. Before we get too up in arms, Maxine Waters has hair that looks like James Brown. OK, I just want like I just want I everybody. I just want everybody before we go into the argument. I want everybody to realize if you have never seen Maxine Waters. She has hair that looks like James Brown. OK, <laughs> that does not make the comment disrespectful. It does not make it rude. It does not make it not rude. But it's it, he's not not speaking in lies. He is telling the truth. OK, I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> So, so you have no problem with him making this comment. I mean, no, it's it's a disrespectful comment because she's talking about like something a serious matter about patriotism and whatnot, and he's saying I couldn't, you know, listen to her because of her wig, right? Which brings in a lot of things, especially about gender, right? But it's like he's not lying. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, this is am I over? Am I over three? Am I over three right now? <laughs> You're pretty bad right now, but it's okay because this is one of those times where you put out an episode and then afterwards, all the women are rushing to my Twitter like, you were right. <laughs> so disappointing. Hey, sometimes sometimes you can be disappointed. Would you like to just call just call Maxine Waters a female to kick this off? 
I mean, like I said, I have, I have no problem. I will call a woman a female until she says that's that until she says that is that is disrespectful to her. If she does not like that, then I will call her a woman. You feel me? I, you know, whatever. I'm just saying. Y'all, y'all get too up in arms about some stuff, man. So we don't we already don't like Bill O'Reilly. Like we don't like him already. It's not like this is anything new, you know? So so that's part of the issue. Um, part of the issue is the messenger. You can't be the guy who's all about stop and frisk and who every single time a black, an unarmed black person is shot, you're on the side of the police and then also start telling jokes about black people. Like, we can't do both of those things. You're, you're not... Bill O'Reilly has put himself on the list of people who can't play with us. Most definitely. Like... I think that joke is taken totally differently if it's a told by a black person and b if it's even if it's told by a white person who we don't all see as a bigot and a racist. I don't think I I don't think so. I I do. Any I think any white person they'd be taken exactly the same. A black person differently. I think any white person. I think if it's a black comedian, I think if it's a black a white I mean not black comedian if it's a white comedian or if it's a white person who we know. Um, isn't bigoted that has a good reputation among minorities that told that joke. I think it's looked at differently. I, I, but I think who yeah, but, he but is, the, but is not the person who can tell that joke. But a lot of people are calling racism right. A lot of people are calling I racism. Think, it has, now I here's has the, anything to do with race, but a lot of people are calling racism. So I think any white person who has said the, that joke is the same thing. Part is and the racism part isn't even in the joke itself to me. Not at all. The jo- the joke isn't racist. The racism part is in the and the the, the misogyny that, that's there to go along with the racism isn't in the actual joke. It's in the dismissiveness. Yeah, that's so. That's, had he that's just the said, issue. said had he just said the joke, like if if, if they just showed a, a video or a picture of Maxine Waters and he just said she got the same haircut as James Brown, right? That's to me, in my opinion, far different from. Hey, Bill O'Reilly, what do you think about what Maxine Waters said? Oh, well, I can't even listen to her because she looks like James Brown. Okay, right? he used this to totally dismiss her, and to me, the dismissiveness of what he said is the offensive part. It, it most definitely is. Like I said, the the comment not, itself, not, the comment I'm itself not saying is still that the joke was. First of all, like I said, I think if the joke comes from somebody else, I think it's just looked at as funny. I think Bill just has put himself in a place where he can't play with black people. Like he ain't the one who could tell him. Yeah, jokes. but I don't. It's the the thing is, like you said, like it's the joke is dismissive, and the, the joke itself is disrespectful. So I I do not think that somebody else could say it, and it's just like, oh, that's cool because he is this he is fully dismissing her, and he's using something completely frivolous to do it. See, see, the dismissiveness is the problem, though. Like I'm saying, if that, that's what I'm I saying. honestly that, feel like if, if a comedian got on stage, but okay, but we can't, we can't, like, we can't say a comedian. Like we can't. I'm just being real. We're comparing, or, or we're if, comparing apples to oranges. We're comparing apples to oranges. If it wasn't a comedian, if it was somebody else who said, who looked at a picture of Maxine Waters and put a, or even let's just put it this way. Let's not even say we know who did it. Let's just say there, if there was a meme going around, independent of this, that showed Maxine Waters next to James Brown. I think a bunch of us would think that shit was hilarious. Yes, most definitely. But when you use it to try to shut her up, that's where the problem is. That's where the issue is. Is, is, no, no, no. You're going to listen to what she has to say because she's intelligent, she's educated, she's smart, she has an opinion, and you're going to respect what she has to say. Don't try to dismiss her. And that was the problem. That was the offensive part to me was the dismissiveness. The actual joke wasn't as big of a problem for me as the dismissiveness was. And also, like I said, you got to look at these uh, these messengers, man. I think there's a lot of people who could have got away with that joke. I don't think there's a lot of people. I don't even think black people could have gotten away with dismissing her. I don't think anybody's getting away with dismissing her and walking off clean. Okay. But, but if somebody else told that joke without dismissing her, I think there's a whole lot of people who are offended right now that would laugh. But, well, I mean, I think what you can't, like, the way he told the joke, you you can't have the dismissive part not be a part of that, the way he told it. 
No, 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 no. The way that he told it, but I'm saying in general, if if Bill O'Reilly, that's I was just it, making funny of Maxine Waters. Just right. General. If Maxine Waters was up there talking, and one of your homeboys was like, "Yo, she she needs to shut up with that. She got that the James Brown wig on," and it was just your homeboy. A lot of us probably think that, that it was kind of funny, but when it's somebody who's on a national stage who's being asked about her opinion and who's dismissing her opinion. We, we can't be dismissive of her. We, we can't do that. And, and as a lot of people stated now, uh, you know, so I'm not going to act like I made this up. You can't say that you can't listen to Maxine Waters because of her hair while you support President Trump. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, sure. We can't do that. We Donald can't do that Trump, either, Bill. O'Reilly. Donald Trump has <laughs> terrible hair, but well, well, well. Here's the thing, though. Donald Trump has like terrible hair. Like Maxine's watered hair is not like bad hair. Like James Brown hair was absolutely amazing. Like I mean, so I mean th- that that comparison is frivolous and it's 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 superfluous. It's it's unnecessary at all. Like I just don't like it has no bearing on the conversation at all. Bill O'Reilly said something that was completely disrespectful and shouldn't have been allowed, should have been called out when it happened right away and and was not. And the whole like because Trump's hair is also bad, like it has not, has nothing to do with it in my in my perspective. I mean he is supporting someone whose hair is much worse than Maxine Waters. <laughs> much worse. <laughs> Much facts are facts. I will say, though, one thing that you keyed in on, I didn't even think about was, and this is one of the problems that we have in society in general, right? Um, whether we're talking about race relations or we're talking about gender relations or anything. You see Bill O'Reilly make this joke and it's on Fox News and nobody there thinks to check him on it. Like, he should have been checking me. Like, somebody should have been like, yo, that's, yeah. that was not cool. Like, that was not cool what you just did. And, and the thing is, though, that's kind of this microcosm for life, right? Where bunch of men will sit around and say things that they probably shouldn't say about, about women and nobody checks it, right? And when the majority will say something about the minority and they're sitting around with each other and nobody checks it, right? Yeah. Like, we all let these things pass and go, right? And then the whoever the um, the victim or the minority in the situation is ends up having to speak up for themselves and they really shouldn't have to. Yeah, somebody should be taking the mantle. That's also part of the backlash, right? If somebody on Fox News steps up and they shut that down right there and they and they check them on it, like, like Bill, whatever. I know you're trying to joke, but seriously, what's your opinion on what she said? Like, and then he answers the question, and takes it seriously. I don't know if you have the same amount of backlash, but since nobody on Fox, um, I guess had the stones to check them, that's when you get the backlash everywhere. Most definitely. But uh, all right, let's move on to uh, we did mention Donald Trump a little bit, and uh, we got a we got a guy who's ready to snitch on him, and uh, this this is this is crazy. Like, so Michael Flynn, former national security advisor, y'all know, had uh, t- uh, was was in contact with people, Russian whoever's people, uh, obviously illegally, and uh, had to resign from his position. And uh, now wants immunity to tell his story. And uh, I think, here's the thing, in my my opinion, that means there's a story to tell. That means there's literally shit that has gone down. If he wants immunity, like he must be, there clearly is some things that he's done that is illegal, that he could be jailed for, whatever sentenced to. And uh, he wants to make sure he gets that out. He wants to get that information out uh, because basically they fired him. And uh, he wants to make sure you can't go to jail for it. So, first of all, this is like, this whole Trump administration is easily the best documentary I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I, I feel like it's more of a reality show and not a documentary. Some, no, 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 no. Somebody's got to do the documentary in five years, six years that just shows everything that's going on. Because the stuff that we do know is so ridiculous. Like, think about the stuff we don't know. Yeah, right. Which like, I, I guess, just can't wait to which see. Which hopefully, Trump hopefully, we'll find out what we don't know very soon. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the thing with Flynn is, um, I don't know whether or not to be excited about this because Flynn may try to do something like tell in a way that he doesn't actually implicate Trump. Okay. Or where he doesn't implicate many people stateside. He could just tell everything that he knows about the Ru- Russians, and I believe he also took some money from Turkey. 
So he could just tell everything that he knows uh, as far as his dealings with foreigners and not really say anything about what's going on stateside. And I wonder from the FBI's point of view, who's doing this investigation, whether or not they're going to give him immunity if he's not really giving up more than that. Well, I think I think the deal is you have to get in, you get immunity beforehand. So, well, nah, that's not exactly how this works. When you get give immunity, normally they know what you're going to say. Okay. So meaning, like, let's say if I'm if yeah, it's a discussion the, about the de- of certain details you give up on certain yeah, topics. So if I'm if I'm the prosecutor and you want immunity, we're gonna have an an off the record discussion about what you're gonna tell me mm-hmm. before I give you immunity. Right, that's kind of how those things work. Um, the other thing that's gonna happen when there's immunity is which. Flynn will have to, if Flynn gets immunity, he'll have to watch out for is immunity only works if you're a thousand percent honest. So if he leaves something out and they catch him on it later, then he's going down. Yeah, he was taken back. So here's, all right, so here's what I thought about after first hearing about this. I thought, that's crazy. That means there probably is some things that went down that were totally illegal and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, we're getting closer and closer to. Trump's impeachment or whatever. That's what everybody wants, right? However, I also thought about it like this. Think about how absolutely crazy this administration has been in the past just two months, right? Do you not, does anybody not get the idea that they could totally just be throwing us off? Just be like, yo, Michael Flynn, that gets set up from the total beginning. Like, yeah, cool. Give him immunity and give you these details and give you absolutely nothing or to tell you about how it absolves Trump and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like it's completely inconsequential to the to investigation, to anything illegal that Trump may have done or anybody's administration. I'm just like, it could totally be that. Like, and like, that's normally something that's very far fetched. But from what I've seen in the past two months, I'm like, that wouldn't surprise me. You're giving them way too much credit. There are people that have I just the, can't. Party, the House and the Senate and can't get stuff passed. I mean, I think that's just because just I think that's just Trump alone, though. I don't think that it's his entire cabinet that is completely incompetent. There's some people. So that, here's what I think happened. And this could be totally wrong and totally off. I, I think Trump and Trump's cabinet members took a bunch of money for the Russians in exchange for influence once they won, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that Trump So very and similar to what Hillary Clinton has done. What? I said so very similar to what Hillary Clinton has done. I don't know what that has to do with this or what you're talking Nothing. about. I was, just, I was just saying. Very similar that to... Doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. The, the whole pay-for-play thing with Hillary Clinton. We don't have to go into it. That doesn't make any... As matter of fact, the same we also thing. not do this because people keep this dumb thing. shit right now. Uh, when we're talking about Trump, yeah, it's a thousand percent okay to just talk about Trump. Yeah, it is. This has nothing to do with Hillary. This has nothing to do with Barack. This has nothing to do with the Bushes. This has nothing to do with Bill Clinton. It's only about Trump. So let's not bring in other people to distract from what, what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about Trump. I have not tried to distract. <laughs> we're talking about Trump. Forget all the other stuff. We're talking about Trump. All right. So. I think Trump and his people did take money from the Russians in exchange for some level of influence um, if elected, right? I think where they made the mistake was I don't think Trump or his associates ever expected to actually win. I think Trump was looking at this thing like like Geico. Like, yo, I'm going to charge you this 100 plus dollars a month for this insurance but it's cool because you ain't never gonna get in no accident yeah so i get to keep this money mm-hmm. and so i think that that's what happened and so had they never won then nobody looks into it there's no investigation nobody cares they just all walk away with their pockets lined up and the russians never actually get anything in return right there's no payback for the russians and there's no investigation and nobody's going to jail. I think the worst thing that happened for Trump and for his people was that they won that election. Is because that- now everybody's looking into it. Uh, 
Is it the worst thing? I don't. I don't. I don't consider it, it is the worst thing. Jail. It is. Listen, listen. <laughs> a dude is asking for immunity from the feds. That means he's afraid he's going to go to jail. Yeah. Him. I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm talking about Trump specifically. Like it's not. It's right. Case, but I'm saying the though, worst that case scenario can ever be you winning the presidency. Right. But once Flynn thinks he's going to jail to the point where he's asking for immunity. That means that there's other people who he can probably implicate, and we'll wait and see how far it goes. I, I'm excited to see. I mean, yeah, like I said, the whole wanting immunity thing like really takes it up a notch. Like it makes it become extreme, like way more serious than than it was. Like every night, like for at the point we are now, it's a lot of speculation. Like we we really don't have any like hard facts. But uh, I also love the um, story. You love whose story? Um, not the story, the written statement from Michael Flynn's lawyer. Oh, what was that? I haven't read it. The first sentence of it is, Michael Flynn has a story to tell. <laughs> That's what his lawyer <laughs> said? Is there a way to say that you're ready to snitch? I know, right? <laughs> He's ready. He's ready now. <laughs> he no longer has a job, so he can, he'll snitch. By the way, also, Michael Flynn's problem is, my, there's this video floating around of Michael Flynn where he says anyone who asks for immunity is clearly guilty of something. That's what Michael Flynn said? Yes. Wait, in in regards to this right now? No, no, no. Michael Flynn said this months ago. Oh, okay. okay. And so now that he's asking for immunity, <laughs> this video is resurfacing. And then, of course, also Michael Flynn Channing lock her up to Hillary and Michael Flynn stating that if he done what Hillary did with the emails, then he'd already be in jail. And so, yeah, Mike, you probably shouldn't have went so hard, bro. Hey, that's what he get. That's why he wants immunity. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like so I need hard. this immunity now. I need it. <laughs> Mike, Mike should have chilled out. It's funny. Really it's funny because what did he? What did he? What did he resign? Uh, four weeks ago, whatever, and it's very quickly he's ready to tell the story. It's like usually, you know, you want to just like chill, try to lay low, you know, try to stay out of trouble, whatnot, you know, whatever, cover your tracks or whatever. But he's like, yo, I I gotta get this immunity. That I gotta get this because Trump obviously is a fucking president, so he's like, yo, he can basically do whatever he wants, and I gotta get this immunity. All right, y'all, we just want to take a quick break from the show, just basically to say thank you. Uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. So, if you do like it, we just ask you a couple things from you. Um, go on to iTunes, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate all the subscribes. Um, and basically, go on to iTunes and give us a review. Uh, reviews are huge for us, so we really would appreciate it if you guys gave us one. And the last thing that we want everybody to do is if you enjoy it, you probably have friends that will too. So, please tell a friend. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, man. You got... Uh Special treat for the for the listeners. So <laughs> you we act, have a new You acted like you didn't know what I was talking about for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new inductee into the Petty Hall of Fame. All right. The list grows. The list continues to grow. I should really keep a list somewhere. Like we, we need an actual hall with bust. I mean, because people are gonna want to visit the Petty Hall of Fame. We know, <laughs> we know the list, right? It's you. The dude from Van. Well, hey, 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 we don't, we can't just willy nilly say who's on this list without it's, having done thorough research. There's, it's, I mean, all this stuff is recorded and documented. You're in the Petty Hall of Fame. Uh, the dude from Vanderbilt is the Petty Hall of Fame. That's all I really remember. I can't remember anybody. My else. fiance is definitely in the Petty Hall of Fame. Who? My fiance. We didn't. Did we put her in? Did you put her in? If, if I didn't, she certainly is deserving. <laughs> well, all right. I don't know. How she, I don't know how she's gonna feel about that, but okay. <laughs> but let's go. Let's, let's let's extend the list. Let's go. Actress Janet, you probably know her as Dark Skin Bill. Not probably. They 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 know her as that. <laughs> That's how she's known. Say probably in case there was somebody out there who actually knew her by her given name no nobody knows nobody knows that <laughs> anyway so the cast of the fresh friends got together for some type of reunion and they all took a picture 
Alfonso Ribeiro decided, hey, how about if I post this picture on Instagram? And he says, for the caption, always amazing to spend afternoon with my fresh friend's family. Wishing that James Avery was still with us to make this complete. Of course, James Avery, who was Uncle Phil, passed a few years ago. So he wasn't there. But in the picture, and I'll say their, uh, their Fresh Prince name, you got <laughs> Ashley, Carlton, Will, Light Skin Aunt Viv. You've got um, Jeffrey, and you've got, um, what's the older sister's name? Hillary. Hillary. Yeah, Hillary. There we go. All right. Yeah. Um, Basically, the whole cast. <laughs> Everybody's there. I mean, like there's no jazz. Jazzy there's Jeff. No, Jazzy Jeff isn't there, but that's about it. <laughs> there's no little Nikki. There's no uh, uh, none of Will's girlfriends. There's no Lisa. Shout out to Neil Long. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Tyra, 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 Tyra Banks wasn't was there. Tyra Banks. There's no Tyra. But yeah, everybody who was the main character pretty much is there. Yeah. Well, I guess Janet Hubert decided that she didn't appreciate that they took this video without her being there. <laughs> and if those of you remember, like a year ago, we discussed on this very show when she was out here being petty about Will, when um, Oscar So White came around mm -hmm. yeah. 2016, and she was being extra petty towards Will and towards um, towards Jada. Jada, yeah. Now, before before we roast her, before we roast Janet, I just want I want you to realize that she's hurt, you know, and <laughs> and and hurt people hurt people. You feel me? <laughs> so like she's hurt and she has carried that hurt for now. Thirty years. <laughs> so, I would also like 20 to say years like she's, she's what before I read this which was her response. I'd also like to reiterate to the people that this is actually what she said. Because everybody who sees this and reads it, their first reaction is like, oh, this has to be some internet troll who made this up, and she didn't really say this. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody's like, is that real? Where'd you get that from? Like, nobody, and then you start to look through and do your Googles and do your research, and you're like, yep, she actually said that, like, for real. Mm. Anyway. Like I said, she's heard <laughs> Janet Hubert's response to a picture. I know the media hoe Alfonso Ribeiro. <laughs> the first, it's like first she comes out the gate, like she comes out the gate swinging. He came out the gate <laughs> swinging at the first pitch, <laughs> swinging away. <laughs> she came out the gate as strong as you can come out the gate. All right, let me start this thing over again. I know the media hoe Alfonso Ribeiro has posted his so-called reunion photo. By the way, by the way, you already know somebody's being petty whenever they name something so-called. <laughs> so-called. Right? Right? We all have those people in our life who call, refer to somebody as your so-called girlfriend mm -hmm. or your little girlfriend. Your little girlfriend. Right. <laughs> whenever somebody does something like a little, they drop a little or a so-called, Petty. Petty one oh one. Petty one oh one. Even even I know even though I know that part of Petty. That's a petty one oh one. The Petty is strong with her. <laughs> Folks keep telling me about it. He was always the ass wipe for Will. Come on. My man. God. My God. <laughs> this is so strong. It's just like, like it's so why strong. is first off? First off, she's personally attacking uh, Carlton. The whole crew, the, the whole cast is there though. She is only attacking him, like very strong. He's the one who posted the picture, so I guess she, he's the one who she decided to give it to. I guess. I'm guessing if Ashley or Hillary posted the picture, they would have got it too. But Carlton posted the picture, so Carlton gets to be the ass wipe in the hole. <laughs> The media, the media There will never be a true reunion of the Fresh Prince. So she just basically negated their whole reunion and said that's not real. But that's see, fake news. The rest of us see it and we say, look at that. That is a reunion of Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> look at all the characters that I like. All of she them has labeled that an alternative friend. reunion. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. No, sorry, Janet. This is the reunion. This is the reunion that we all want, right? This is the one that we like. We we appreciate light skin 
off him. So that's so. like if you go to your ten year or your twenty year high school or college reunion, and and some dude doesn't show up, so he's like, "It's not a reunion." I wasn't <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like some dude that was in your third period is just like he goes on Facebook and is like that reunion didn't count. I couldn't make it. <laughs> like, you know what? Like, no, this is we a reunion. Fun. This is real. This right. We had fun. We had a good like, time. Had, this is real. <laughs> this is real. We had a great time without you. <laughs> it totally you counts. It, it totally counts in the book. It totally counts. I have no interest in seeing any of these people on that kind of a level. I am not offended in the least by this photo. Now, this is the hmm. part where I'm hmm. like, hmm. come on. <laughs> Alternative facts. Alternative facts. You're not offended. You, seem... you just called somebody an asswipe and a hoe. The first word just... was media hoe. <laughs> like, <laughs> you might be a little offended. offended. You might be a little offended. <laughs> it was an event for Karen's charity. It does, however, prompt me to make to take some meetings in Hollywood to pitch my memoir, Perfection is Not a Sitcom Mom, until... Before I continue. Oh, you going to stop? Okay, all right. <laughs> before I continue. Mm-hmm. How do you... Okay. How do you right. say you're not hurt while you're going off on anybody? Mm-hmm. And and to make this worse, we didn't even know this was for charity. No clue. Okay. They could have just been she just told us that she just went off on a bunch of people for getting together at a charity event that she clearly wasn't invited to. Like, how do you roast those people knowing full well that they're at a charity event at a charity? They're there for charity. And you knew that. Well, like you said we didn't know that. We didn't know that. But since we stopped, can I just say real quick? Perfection is not a sitcom. Mom It's kind of a dope ass title. Actually, I think I hate the title. You hate the title? I thought that was a dope title. Like the whole that's like the whole like tell all thing. Like that's obviously you're still hurt. But the I think I thought that the title was dope. I don't like the title. All right, we, we disagree. I will say this though: her pettiness <laughs> through the years, I feel like, is going to get her all the interviews when she drops this book. Yeah, and let's, let's talk about like, that. I can't wait for her to. I don't even need to read the book. I just can't wait for her to do her interview circuit where she's telling these little, <laughs> dropping these little gems. Yeah, exactly. A part of the book. So here's the thing. Like, so she has the book, right? This is, this, this is a level of petty that we don't, we don't, we can't access yet. Right. Because we're not Hollywood, right? This is, this is how Hollywood people are petty. They get fired from something or whatever, separated from something. And then they write a tell all book and expose business of all the people that they were once in contact with. This is ridiculous. This is this like this 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 level of petty is you know only for the Hollywood people. We got more. Oh, was was that the end of it? We're at the end. Yeah, that's the end. Oh, so yeah, she's just overly petty, man. She's really petty, and uh, you know, I guess it's gonna be her. You know, this is what we're gonna get. Maybe once a year, maybe once every other year, but the, we're gonna get something from her every time because. You know, no, but none of them are going going away anytime soon. I'm sure they all they seem to all like each other, and she seems to hate all of them. So, you know, this is going to be a recurring theme. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I just need her to be consistent. Every time one of them pops up, I just want her to hate. Exactly. Yeah. Every time one. I don't take any days off. I want them to be doing something here. Like I hope that she says something about every failed ashley show on some small black network mm-hmm. like i just i just need her out there hating every step of the way <laughs> yeah i just every time I, I want them doing something positive and you know probably you know for the good of other people and you know i want her to hate on them and i love that charity doesn't stop her hatred like i love that she's not above that yeah they came together for a charity event and she's and somehow alfonso is a you know i hope that they're all uh, being the whole one day, uh, and she just knocks the food out their hand. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to be the mountaintop of it. <laughs> in a soup kitchen, just knock the ladle out somebody's somebody. Just knock the ladle out. <laughs> just, just I, just, I don't want her to let anything get in between her and <laughs> That would be hilarious. Janet, let nothing stop you. Janet Hubbard showed up at the soup kitchen only to <laughs> cause a scene. <laughs> oh, man. The other thing, though, is if they did, you know, if Will did make it so that, you know, supposedly from what she says, so that she was gotten rid of, 
All she's done in the last 25 years is, is make everybody understand why. <laughs> I think she's done nothing. That's what she's done. We're all like, oh, they, they got rid of her? Like, yeah, it makes sense. We're, we are like, yo, we also don't care. Like, we're like, cool. It's a, We came to appreciate the replacement, so it's all good. There are a lot of people out there who liked her better. I was one of those people where it didn't matter. The replacement that I can't do is when they decided to replace dark skin um, mom on the Family Matters, dark skin Harriet. I was like, "Yo, this show went for way too long." Yo, to but do that this was now. yeah. It was that show had been running for so long at that point that it was just like, "Yeah, this show is not good anymore." Like, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, they might as well just killed her off. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> she had to kill her? Like, not I in real know. life. I mean, on the show, you act like I'm killing no, a woman. Yes, I know. I'm just saying, but you know. You damn, said, damn, like I just put a hit out on an actual woman. <laughs> I think mean, I did, but that was just what I'm just saying. I was like, like, they had to kill her. So like, she could have gone off, you know, moved to another country or something like that. Like, you should, they I mean, had to we kill can't her. have her in Carl Winslow. They did, they, they, they did live in Chicago, so I guess it is very plausible that she could have been killed. Yeah, we can't have her and Carl Winslow getting divorced. We can't have that. Yeah. We, we can't have that. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Uh, what's your positive black news? My positive black news is that Dawn Staley joins Carolyn Peck as the second African-American woman head coach to win a Division I NCAA national title. As her and the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks, the squad I root for, won the championship over Mississippi State. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about. Th- I thought you were gonna say for the men's for a second. I was like, no, no, y'all lost. <laughs> hey, 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 the women won. <laughs> the, women the, win. the women won. The women won. The women did it. win. I'm not hating. Hate. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This no is- need for you to bring up that loss. <laughs> I mean, look, y'all made it further than anybody would have thought. You know. Facts. <laughs> All right. My positive black news is uh, a shout out to a partnership between Google and. Um, Howard University. Um, they have um, Howard has opened a campus um, at the Googleplex, um, and they they're calling it Howard West. Um, what you know, whatever. Uh, but it'll be a physical space on the campus where Howard students um, will work um, hand in hand with people that do work at Google, and it will um, uh, foster basically interest in um in technology and information. And um, I appreciate Google working with an HBCU. And, you know, obviously keeping um, something like Howard um, relevant and uh, growing, things like that. So big ups to Google and big ups to uh, Howard University. All right, man. Tell me where they can find you. Find me on Twitter at VGII. Find me on Instagram at VG3IG. All right. I'm Uncle Joe Knows on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the show is Unreasonable DBT. And uh, join us on our Facebook page, Unreasonable Doubt. All right, y'all. Peace.